Hi, are you a gifted or twice exceptional adult who feels a bit stuck in your journey? Do you have goals and dreams which you would love to achieve, but you don't know where to start or feel a little bit overwhelmed? Or maybe you have a thousand ideas, 500 projects, and get distracted by your own thoughts and would love some support on focus and accountability? Whatever gets you stuck, I wholeheartedly believe that gifted and twice exceptional specific coaching will help you unleash your power so that you can be your most authentic gifted self. I recently embarked on my journey on becoming a gifted and twice exceptional coach. So if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, please reach out via email at hello at giftedunleashed.com or you can find more information about my coaching offers on the website giftedunleashed.com forward slash coaching. I would love working with you and I would love to get you unstuck. So please reach out and let's get started. Hello and welcome to Unleash Monday, where we talk about the brain, especially the gifted brain, and how does it affect our thinking and experience of the world differently. There are a lot of stereotypes and stigma around giftedness, and I'm here to challenge those. I'm here to raise awareness and to have a conversation around this topic of what does it mean to be a gifted adult. Common experience among gifted folks is that they feel out of place. They don't quite fit in. They are too sensitive, too intense, too emotional, too overexcitable, and too deep thinkers about the world and about themselves. So if you have been called too much of about anything, then this show is for you. My name is Nadia. I'm too loud, too colorful, too bubbly, too bossy, and I love to talk too much. So welcome to my world, and I'm so happy you are here. Hello and welcome. I'm so happy you're here. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and you're starting with a bang into your new week. I'm here to give you a little bit of inspiration and another amazing story from one of my guests. Today, I have Liz Trujillo on the show. And Liz and I met through an online course that we both did last year. And that course I initially took because I needed some accountability to get this podcast off the ground. At the time, I just needed some accountability and a few like-minded people to just have this entrepreneurial spirit to get going. And so I joined this course basically for creatives to do their passion project and turn it into a business. So at this point, my podcast is not a business, but I just needed some accountability. And I got introduced to amazing people around the globe. So I met Liz and We actually didn't exchange much during the last year, but then I realized I need a little bit help with my branding, with the med side, getting my artwork for the podcast cover a little bit, you know, on point so that it really reflects a little bit more what this podcast stands for. And I'm not a designer, so I I tried a little bit myself, but I realized I need some help. And so I reached out to Liz because Liz is an amazing designer and helps small businesses build their brands. So I asked her if she was willing to help me, and she created my beautiful website, so you can actually find that on unleashmonday.com. And by doing her research to create a logo and really like a brand identity, she dove into the topic and she listened to my podcast and she learned about the topic of gifted adults. 
And so, yeah, another incredible story is that she just related to the stories. And the more she learned, the more she was like, wow, I can really relate to this. So the more she listened, the more she could relate to the stories. And she realized she's part of our community. She's also part of the Gifted Adults and then I was like, well, welcome to the club. Why don't you come onto my show and share your incredible story? Because as she will tell you, there's not a lot being talked about gifted adults in Ecuador where she is from. But I don't want to give you all the spoilers. I hope you really enjoy our conversation. And without further ado, here's Liz. Welcome, Liz. I'm super excited to have you on the show today. Thank you, Nadia, for having me. I'm super excited, too. I just can't wait to talk to you. <laughs> so we met each other doing a course together online, and then we just happened to be in the same groups, in the Facebook groups. And I think the first time I started chatting with you was when I needed some help with my branding for the podcast. And... So I reached out to you to help me kind of get this look a little bit more professional, but still fun and with all my values and my keywords. And you helped me to create this beautiful brand design and my website. So thank you for helping me with that. But when you were researching a little bit for my brand, I guess that was the first time you got acquainted also with the whole concept of gifted adults is that correct yes I well first of all you reach out to me and I am okay great let's do it because we already had this kind of podcast cover and I love the colors you use I could feel like you were a very energetic person so I was like okay this could be fun this can be a, a big project and it's going to be fun so, of course, like the process of my design work, I have to research before I create something. And of course, you have the podcast. So I've listened to every episode you have. And like, I think I was in episode three, I think. And when the people you interview were talking about these stories about not feeling like, I don't know, feeling out of place or experience that they have passed in their lives, I was like, wait a minute. I think I've been through this <laughs> and then I was like a little bit shocked so I asked you for I think you have a list of things you could read and see if you feel identified with that so I reached out to you and asked you for that and I I think it was like 12 points I don't mm. remember well but I think I marked like 10 of them and I was like, oh, well, maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> like, Nadia, please give me more resources because I think I maybe be one of them. I don't know. So that's when I knew about this whole concept while I was working with you. And I don't know, it's a really fun story. <laughs> I, I thought it was so beautiful. And maybe that's also why we instantly connected and hit off and yeah, had really a great connection and worked well together. But just tell me a little bit more about your own story, like growing up. So for people listening, maybe you can say, where are you now? Oh, yeah. Where did you grow <laughs> up? And was that ever a topic in school being gifted? 
Of course. Well, like a little bit of background, I'm an only child. I live in Ecuador. I studied graphic design and I major in that. And basically, I thought when I was growing up, I thought that being like kind of shy or I don't know, like talking, I always like to talk about deep things. I don't know, feeling like emotions, right? Like, well, I have this, I see a problem, for example, and I want to talk about it and see how I can help with that. But sometimes people, well, my people, the people that surround me, didn't feel the same intensity as I felt about some kind of problem. So, for example, when I was growing up, the first thing that I think that kept me like really close, like I don't know how to say this. Introverted. Yeah, introvert. I don't remember the age I was, but I created some kind of quote about Steve Jobs talking about design, something like that. I was really, really happy about the fact that I created that, starting from the white paper. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to show this to my friends. This is so cool. This is so great. And when I show that to my friend, she was like, oh yeah, that is good. But with uh, like not showing the same enthusiasm as I was feeling. So that was like, oh, well, maybe this is not so great as I thought it was. So then I just like shut down a little bit. And then of course, growing up in the school, I ended up being like one of the top three students. I didn't even try. <laughs> I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't going for that. I have friends that they were like, I want to be the top one and I want to carry the flag of the country and all of that. And I was like, this is something that doesn't matter to me. And in the end, when I graduated from college, they told me like, oh, Liz, you have to carry the flag of the college because you are the second one that have the best grades on the school. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> I will do that. But I haven't thought about it. Like I was just doing my thing and that's all. So that kind of happened in college. Then I have to decide what to study in university. So I decided to go with graphic design because I always love to draw. That was a career that can gain you a living, like they could pay you for doing that. So I did that. I was super happy. I was like, oh my God, this is so great because I started from the part where I was creating the, the quote in the white paper because you are creating things from nothing. So I was really, really happy and excited. But then, you know, when you feel like you, you grow up and you meet certain different kinds of persons and people doesn't really felt excited about those kind of things. Like creativity in general, it's something that I cannot like put it in words, right? It's something that I think it's so, I don't know, so great, so amazing. But people would rather like, oh no, that's a career that doesn't really matter. Like you should study economics or I don't know, something more like with numbers or something like that. That is going to help you like in your life. But I didn't listen to those comments. I still quit design. <laughs> and then, of course, I just, like, I just studied for a year time. And then on the side of always help people, like, creating their branding and doing all of the design things they need. 
And yeah, basically that's it. But well, you ask me what other thing I think why I'm I'm gifted is because when I was in university, I have this friends group and I think I decided to do my thesis. I, I, I wanted to create an app to teach people how the environment it's damaged by you consuming meat mm. because at the time I was I was doing yoga and my teacher of yoga like asked me to see all of the commentaries that we have I think one of them is cowspiracy I don't know if you have watched that so I was really impacted about that and I thought okay I'm going to make my thesis about this so I can do something positive and change the world and everything like that and I was talking with my family like do you know that you need this much of water in order for you to have a burger do you know like all of these things that the pollution and everything and I was like okay we need to do something but the people who I was talking about, they were like, oh, yeah, but that doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to still, like, eat meat. That doesn't matter for me. Like, the damage of the planet is going to be, like, way years ahead of our time, of our timeline. And I was like, but why? You don't, like, you don't feel that? Like, why nobody is talking about this? Why? So, of course, I was like, maybe I'm a little too exaggerate because people around me they didn't feel like worry about anything of that so I was like okay maybe I'm I'm the one that it's wrong <laughs> so then I heard your podcast and I was like oh well this feeling of not being part or feeling like out of place maybe it's because of this so that's why I was oh well yeah, I need your help, Nadia. Please send me all of the resources because I think I am one of them. So yes, it gave me, when you told me, like you sent me all of the materials, of course I read everything and I was like, okay, this makes sense. I actually was feeling like this. This kind of gives me a sense of why I felt the way that I felt that then I'm not wrong, right? So I'm okay. I just different kind of person, but... I'm okay. So yeah, I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, it's really astonishing. And I think the same was a little bit for me, right? You and I, we we didn't grow up with this topic surrounding us or when we heard the term gifted. I think you even had to Google it and translate it into yeah. Spanish first to like, what, what does this mean, giftedness? <laughs> and yeah. and. So then you also, I think you did some research in Spanish, in Ecuador, in Quito, but you couldn't actually find a lot of resources more on children. No, I couldn't. Yeah, well, I did the research in Spanish. The world is superdotado, like the Sheldon kind of type of children. And I did a lot of research in my country and nobody was talking about gifted adults. They just talk about children. For example, what I've noticed that in my country, they don't have like a government study plan for that. Like the few cases that I've seen from children are because they end up in the news because the father or the mother helped the child in their house. Like actually there are not programs, academic programs for gifted childs 
non-gifted adults it's a topic that they didn't even talk about in here so yeah I was really I was really surprised by that so you're gonna be the first one talking in your country (laughs) 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 yeah I've been talking about it I've been talking about it with some of my friends because I remember you told me when you are like that you kind of see if your friend might be or not might be so I was like oh maybe this is why I have this great connection with this friend and I've seen her background and I was like oh maybe she is I don't know and I was I was like okay I am doing this branding for this awesome client like you should hear to her podcast because maybe you can feel identified like like kind of in a shy way because I didn't know how to talk about it and she was like okay I'm going to hear it and she felt also identified but she was like really like a little bit impacted so she did like I she's doing her own thing but we can we talked about those kind of things sometimes so she wasn't put off and thought you're weird but she (laughs) got oh that's so sweet I'm so happy to hear this story this is exactly why I thought I need to create this podcast because if I can just help one person and then like you and then you go and you know tell your friend and she can now also be more empowered. And I think that that's really the sense, right? Once you learned about this and you just said before, suddenly you realize there's nothing wrong with you. And I think this is such a powerful feeling. And a lot of people that say neurotypicals, the ones that are not gifted, if you tell them, oh, I found that I'm gifted and it's helping me so much. Like they don't understand like why, like do you feel better than others now? Or like, (laughs) why does it help you? And for me, it's just this inner calm and this kind of sense of like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. (laughs) And I think for you as well, right? It gives you more energy. It empowers you. Yes, definitely. It gave me peace, you know, Mm. because it was like, well, Maybe I can find more gifted people where I can talk about the things that I like when I can have a deep conversation. I don't know. I felt like maybe there is a community there of gifted adults that I can fit in. Because, of course, I don't know if this happens to you, but my inner circle, I have like maybe two friends that may understand this but not all of them. Even my parents, I don't think they would understand that. So it's like, okay, yeah, it's a really relief. Like, oh, okay, I am like this. I need to find my people so I can I can be there. <laughs> yeah. And that's really also why I keep going. And I, I'm hoping to create a community where I can bring people from around the world together. And yeah, I mean, it's just, by statistics, right, if they say even if it's just 2% or 5%, it's still a large proportion of a country. It's thousands, millions of people. So, yeah, I don't know off the top of my head how many citizens you have in Ecuador, but I think it's if you calculate 2 to 5%, it's a lot of people it's that a- never learned, they never heard about this. and. Yeah, it's so many people going about their lives, feeling out of place, feeling there's something wrong with them. And that's really bad. Well, 
I don't think it's well yeah it's bad because sometimes people if I haven't found you I will be like going on with my life and thinking like okay I am too sensitive okay I will be like more careful when I open about I don't know my feelings and careful around my people like I know I can talk about anything with somebody. <laughs> so if I haven't met you, I, I think I will be in the same like place. Just being like introvert and not talking about the things that I would really like to talk. So yeah, definitely. You really helped me a lot. So thank you, Nadia. Oh, you're welcome. So just a little bit, let's dig a little bit deeper in like, once I shared more resources with you because yeah people listen to the podcast and I think you too you listen and you're like Nadia please help me tell me tell me more and I'm like well I'm not the expert yet (laughs) I have all my amazing guests and then I can point you to their website their resources their books and other books that I've been recommended in this field so you went and you read some more and you already said you you identified especially sensitivity and you said the planet, the urgency of the climate crisis and the, seeing the bigger picture of how, you know, meat consumption really impacts the whole world. And don't other people see this? We need to change something. But for somebody listening and has not, you know, read the books yet, what were some of other things that you could relate? Is there anything else that comes to your mind that you could say, this really touched me deeply when I read this, this was something that you could relate to? Yeah, I think I read the blogs of, of a site you sent me. I think it was like the rainforest mind. The rainforest mind, yeah, by Paula yeah, Prover. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I don't remember exactly what part that says but it was like okay you have some like the you have a lot of thoughts right and you kind of connect everything like you can I I don't know how to put this in words but for example in the meat consumption thing it was like okay what I can do right now is focusing this project but then I think I have to talk about it and ask my friends about it and just spread the world and make a change in my life. I actually did that change. And I don't know, I just like felt this responsibility, like I need to do something. I don't know why other people doesn't do something, (laughs) don't do something. And also I think it was an empathy thing I remember someone, I think you also told this, like empathy is not something that you come with. It's something that you just have it, but some people doesn't have it. And for me, I was like, but it's normal to have it, you know, but I have so many encounters in my life. Like I was, but can you put yourself in the shoes of this other person on? Can you like just see that problem or something like that? in another perspective I thought that was normal like I thought that was like everyone can do that and then I think in that side also says that not all people have it so I was like oh okay that's something more you know yeah definitely and I think that's 
also something we just assume how we see the world, how we can see complex connections or, as you say, feel this empathy. And if somebody else doesn't, then we feel the person doesn't want to. And then we get frustrated. We're like, why don't you? <laughs> why, why can't you see this? Why can't you feel this? But I think that that's really where there's a difference. And I think that's also what gave me a little bit more calm and a little bit more compassion with other people to say like, okay, they are at a different capacity. Yeah, I think the perfect word is compassion because you kind of understand it. Well, you don't live it, but you can see it through your eyes, like in a separate way. So yeah, that's something else that makes sense for me. Like, oh, okay, this makes sense. And of course, I don't know if this happens to you, but you can't actually ask for another person to have it. Like, <laughs> as you said, it's, it's really frustrating. It's like, but how do you, why don't you see it? Like, it's so clear, like it's black and white. This is white, you know, <laughs> but then you understand this. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Not everyone is like this. So I can't ask for them to be like this or see it. So that was like, okay. Let it go. <laughs> so after you finished university and you started working in a corporate setting, did you also retrospectively feel that there were some encounters that with your giftedness being different, that you had some situation that at the time were difficult and now you see more clearly, this is why? Uh, right now you actually... You just remind me of that because as soon as I graduated, I entered to work in the corporate world and I was working in a marketing agency. So I was like a community manager of different brands. So I have like six clients, like I have to work with them. And of course, I have to go over. I remember I was working with that Italian restaurant and I have to go there and have like the strategic plan meetings with them and I have this strong or direct connection with the owners so I was saying like oh this this I don't know making this campaign it's going to really help her and help their business and I wanted to put like all my energy in order to help them because I really care right I really really care and of course, I had four other clients that I, I have to do the same. And of course, my boss and time, they just said me like, do whatever. Like you, you just do whatever you have, like in the time period that you have, do whatever you can and just put it out there, like upload it on social media, do it and just share it and everything you need to do. But in order to do like something impactful for them and something that is going to help them, it's something that is going to take more time. So I was like feeling really bad because I couldn't give it my all to all my clients because of course you have this time you need to, you have to work only on your work times, right? So I was like feeling so overwhelmed because I was feeling so like, oh no, it's my fault. I'm not doing this. And I, I know that I can help them grow. I know it. But then my boss was like, no, you need to just divide the time and 
do something. I, I know this is not something like they told me straight away, but I, I felt like they were happy just doing something mediocre mm. and instead of something impactful because impactful is going to take more time. That means that they might like lose some other client or something like that. So I think that's something that really impacted me because I was like, well, I, I really want to help them. I know how to help them, but my bosses don't give me the time to do that. So I was like, mm, I don't know. I felt like really like bad. So it was like, yeah. And then because of that, they end up giving me another client. So now I have seven clients <laughs> and I want to do the best for each one of them. So I was like, okay, no, I need to find another work setting because this is not going to help me at all. But yeah, no one else even find that as a problem, you know, like you're having this connection with this owner. They hire you, well, the company, in order for help them grow. You know how to do it. Why don't you just spend the necessary time for them instead of just having one more client and just like one more monthly paycheck, right? So I, I was like, okay, I'm the only one that feel this compromise with the person. And yeah, definitely. I think that was the big one thing that happened in the corporate world. I hear you. And I also hear a little bit of perfectionism. <laughs> and like, obviously, when we do something and our name is underneath it, we want to do our best work. And as you say, if there's time constraint and you have to divide your time between seven clients and you only have that much time in the work week, it's stressful. It's stressful. And I think a lot of gifted people struggle in a work setting. And we have all this, I say we, and and I generalize here, but... <laughs> Uh, I heard a lot of stories of people having this drive and this energy and this entrepreneurship. So a lot of gifted people, they launch their own business, they launch their own brands. And it, it's funny, actually, at the very beginning, when I went into this journey and I talked to this one psychologist and she said immediately when I said, oh, you know, like difficulties in the workplace she's like oh you know maybe at some point you want to work for yourself <laughs> so I think that that's a common theme that people really like to work for themselves if they're gifted and you specialize in helping brands and I just read a little bit like how you help brands is really or companies solopreneurs is getting their communications really clear and aligning the values, the objectives and the visual images, right? So do you want to share a little bit what you do for a brand? So if, if somebody's listening is a solopreneur, an entrepreneur can learn something from you, like how do you create a brand that speaks to people? <laughs> of course. Well, I started that like side business when I graduated from university because people like what I did and they asked me like please can you help me do this logo because I have this project that I need to launch so I thought okay I'm going to do this kind of side brand where I can showcase all my work and help other entrepreneurs I call it Nitro Design and I started from that and I was like okay I at first to be honest I didn't like 
put it all of my energy. Like I just wanted to see what was happening. Then we met in this course and this coaching program. And then I, I thought, okay, this this really gives me a purpose because in my work is like, yeah, I do my work, but I don't really help people. I don't really like, as you said, I don't feel this purpose because I, okay, I'm doing a work, but I'm not helping people as you, you know, you have all this beautiful brand, you have everything lined up. So I thought, okay, I'm going to focus this year in my brand and offer people this kind of brand identity because you know when people talk about just design or logo design it's not the same when you are going to create a brand you can have a logo right but then how you're going to communicate the same values and the same aesthetic in all of the platforms that you have so you need to have the color palette you need to have an aesthetic a look and feel of your brand so you can translate that in all of your platforms in your case you know LinkedIn website and every kind of platform where you are present because that's the way you can be on the mind of your client and you can bring this consistency and people can identify you and see like oh this is the pink color of Liz oh this is Liz and they make the connection right like in your case your colors are pink and yellow oh Anadja you know they make this connection so of course it's not just like I create you a logo I create you the whole brand the look and feel you need to have when you are in the online space or on the on normal life if you have a store you need to have your brand in the front of the store, in the store, in your logo, in all of the marketing pieces you have. So yes, basically that's how I help people in their business. And it's really been, I really love it because as you know, having this connection with my clients and knowing how I can help them brings me joy. And I have some clients that I've worked with them in the past And they were having this kind of idea, you know, they wanted to just concrete them. I helped them with that, but like they are not in the moment where they are like giving it all. So I can see like the growth that each client have with everything. And it's really great because one of them, they told me like, thank you, Liz, you really pushed me to do this. And I'm really grateful for that. And now she's like really, really active on social media. She's doing everything. And I've seen her grow. And Mm -hmm. I love to see that. I love to see my clients grow. And I'm like really happy with that. I I love doing branding. (laughs) And do you have one, do you want to share one like tip or trick? I think there's no tricks, but there's maybe a tip for somebody that has really an amazing business but is maybe struggling like where do you even start like if I'm like okay I want to create a podcast but where do I even start with my own branding like when I come to you you also ask me a few questions like what what are the first step of like creating a brand of course well yeah I ask you I have a brief, right? I have special questions where I can see why do you want to do this and how can I anticipate the type of clients you need to have? So for example, I think one of the questions you must ask is 
if your brand were a person, give me three adjectives that will describe that person. So then you know, like, okay, this person, this brand needs to be happy or this brand needs to be really elegant or really easygoing, you know? So with the adjectives that you put to your brand, gave me a lot of like direction of where I can go and where I can work with. So I think that is the first question. And also the second one would be, what kind of person are you going to attract? What is your ideal client, right? So because of course, everyone has businesses. Your business is going to be one of many. So you need to see where are you going to pop up, you know? Where is your difference? Where is your selling point? And just put that all that knowledge in one in one little logo or one graphic piece so people can be drawn to that and also you will be happy with your brand, right? Because it's something that you're going to use for years and you have to be proud of that and really happy with it. So I think those are the two main things you need to question about, like the adjectives of your brand and also your ideal client. And then you start from that. <laughs> Maybe we can share. So for my friend, I came to you and I was like, well, that's kind of easy. It's positivity, joyful, and equality is really my strong values that I want to have as adjectives in there. And that's when you came up with the logo is a party popper. Is that what you call it? A party yeah. popper? <laughs> it's a party popper. Yeah. And it kind of also looks a little bit like a megaphone, but it's actually a party popper. And I was like, oh my God, this is genius. <laughs> and I think your empathy, now it all makes sense because you really could put yourself in my shoes and really see how I feel and see my brand and I tried making my own website. So I did something and I love the color, but it just, yeah, it didn't look very professional. <laughs> and you came in and you're like, okay, I think I see what you're trying to do. Let me help you. <laughs> Let me yeah. get you like the professional look and, and take it a level. And I think this your ability to kind of put yourself in the shoes of your client and kind of in the brain of the client helps you? Yes, definitely. Well, for example, in your case, after our meetings and our conversations, I was, okay, this is a really empowerful thing, you know? And it's something that you need to celebrate because, for example, in my case, I found out that I am gifted. So it was like, oh, a release. And then I was like, I'm so happy that I found about this topic. So I was like, yeah, this is a party. You have to like the emotion of like, I don't know, the feeling great about it. So it is empowering, right? So that was like, okay, this is kind of the feeling that I, I think you need and we want to showcase in your branding. So yeah. It's a party and everybody's <laughs> invited. Yeah, it, yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing this and also giving me a little bit more insight on my own brand. So <laughs> how you came up with it, because I think with your clients, obviously you share the product and you share their brand, but maybe not so much about your own kind of journey, how you got to the final product. So that's really interesting to hear. <laughs> Thank um, you. So is there anything else you would like to share? Is there anything else you wish 
people knew or is there anything you wish you knew earlier? Mm, I just think that it's okay to feel like out of place sometimes and that it's something that can be like your fuel to search of something else. Like I don't think anyone has to feel like that, you know? I think each one of us can find like don't just believe what people say or or have like you you need to just feel what you're feeling and find a way to find validation of that like you're not wrong you are just different <laughs> and I think that's it <laughs> oh that's beautiful that's so beautiful thank you yeah it's okay to be you Yes, and don't listen to what everybody else says. <laughs> yeah, don't feel up expectations that they are not necessary. Yes, thank you. I really needed to hear that sometimes myself. So I, <laughs> I love my guests, you know, giving me great advice and I share it with the listeners, but it's all for myself too. So where can people find you? If somebody now says, okay, I definitely need a brand, where can they find you? <laughs> of course it's easy you just have to go to instagram to my true design there you can find me and if you want to see my work my portfolio you can go over my site it's mytruedesign.com and yeah you just feel free to dm me i always respond and i'm happy to talk to anyone thank you and we're going to put all the links to the website and to your instagram in the show notes so people can just go and click so thank you so much Liz for coming and sharing your story it's incredible and I'm I'm still so amazed by this one course I took last summer and it's to empower creatives making their own career with their creativity and not let anybody tell you you need to have I don't know a finance degree or a a law degree or you need to be a doctor in order to make a living you can actually be a creative and make a living because you really got to impact people and I met so many incredible people and I think a few of them are gifted so thank you Liz for being here thank you Nadia I'm so 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 happy to be here and of course eternally grateful because you showed me about this world so thank you so much thank you bye bye isn't it amazing how you meet gifted people when you start opening your eyes and when you start sharing about this topic? And once you know the keywords, once you know what to look for, like we're surrounded by gifted adults and neurodivergent people. So I'm so happy spending my time talking to people that have such interesting stories to share. And I'm so happy Liz actually came forward and said, hey, Nadia, I think I might be one of your listeners, one of your gifted people. Can you share some more resources with me? And so, yeah, I'm happy I could support her. And this is really why I'm doing this so that people can relate and then share with a friend. So if this podcast gave you a little bit more clarity, and if you enjoyed it, and if you know somebody that could profit from a little bit of positive empowerment in the terms of neurodiversity and neurodivergence, then please share my show. 
And if you want to support this show, currently the best way to do so is if you leave a review on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast. And you can scroll down all the way to the bottom and you can actually leave a written review. So this helps the algorithm to get this show a little bit more exposed to other people. And so maybe more people can find it if they're looking for a show for gifted adults. So yeah, I will really mean a lot if you leave a review. I actually see them all. So thank you for the ones that write me a review. And if you want to know more, find the show notes, you can do so on unleashmonday.com. You can actually then also see the work of Liz and her amazing branding. So I hope you like it. And you can also leave comments there. There's a contact form So, yeah, and you can also find me on Instagram at unleash.monday. But I'm also on other social media, not as present. So if you really want to reach out to me, the best way is to write me an email directly or on the contact form on the website. The email is hello at unleashmonday.com. And I'm happy to answer you. Sometimes it takes me a few days because I'm quite busy at the moment, but I'm really happy to hear from you and I'm really glad to connect with you. So please don't be shy. Just send me a few lines. It will really make me happy to hear from you. And with that said, I'm going to talk to you in two weeks and I'm wishing you a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.